Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning and thanks for making the switch to Sydney's home of sport, SCN 1170 AM. If you've only just tuned in, it is First Time Friday. We want to hear from you on the open line. If you've never rung in before and let us know that you've made the switch to SEN. Our open line, one 1170 Call us down, say hello. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Coming up in just a moment, the Daily Telegraph's Michael Carianis with all the big stories of the morning and later today, Rabbitohs coach Jason Demetrio will be live from San Diego. Uh, now, just a little bit of the sport that's on tonight Rugby League preseason challenge. Rabbitohs Roosters, six o'clock start at Belmore. First game of a double header, Sharks and Bulldogs after that. Uh, we have Brisbane Raw playing Western United tonight in the A League. We have the Chiefs and Crusaders kicking off the Super Rugby season. Uh, Reds Waratahs play tomorrow night, Rebels Brumbies. Also tonight at 7.35. And uh, cricket on SEN from 5 o'clock. Game two of the uh, T20 series. Now, on a serious note, as Vanessa mentioned in the news, a horrible story that's developed in the past 24 hours involving those two missing Sydney men. Our thoughts are obviously with the families of both. Detectives are searching for a New South Wales police officer who detectives believe may be able to help them investigate the disappearance of both men. One of those missing is Jesse Baird, who was actually due to umpire a practice match uh, yesterday between the Sydney Swans and GWS. Um, We'll, of course, bring you news throughout the morning if anything develops. But uh, thoughts with the families, the uncertainty of it all, and, and your mind can only wander to what potentially could have happened or may have happened. Um, but it's a pretty horrible story all round. On uh, Breakfast with Vossi and the Missile this morning at uh, six minutes after seven. Um, those uh, pre-season challenge matches tonight too, you haven't caught up on the news. Um, Stephen Crichton, captain of the Bulldogs. Yeah, massive. Tonight. What's your reaction to that, Steve Crichton? I quite like it, Vossi. Look, I think Matt Burton and Reid Marnie were thrust into that role last year, quite young and inexperienced in that sense probably didn't have the best experience in their first year as captain. So maybe just take the burden off them, let them focus on their footy and bring in Stephen Crichton. I mean, it's a little concerning when it's a guy's first game for the club and he's the captain, but we just don't have that many experienced players at the club. We'll be talking with Michael Karianis about that in a moment. We brought you the story on Damien Cook. Um, Well, the news that's come through, we relayed the story on Damien Cook being advised to ride a mobility scooter around uh, Disneyland. Lots of reaction to that. 
Uh, boys, see if you can find the audio of the Seinfeld episode where George has to buy someone a mobility scooter. Um, we'll get Charlie working on that one. Glenn Maxwell would find a way to fall off a mobility scooter at Disneyland, says Andy. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a story? Cook does have an accident, like goes a bit fast, turns a little, you know, takes a corner a little sharp. It's not out of the realms of possibility. Um, I'd imagine there'd be some difficult terrain at a Disneyland as well for a mobility scooter. We have to get footage of this if and when it does happen. Uh, we have the Seinfeld. Charlie's just too good. He's all over it this morning. Uh, this is uh, George trying to buy a mobility scooter. Well, you're not going to believe what happened. <laughs> Your mug, Stephen Hawking? Clean now thinks I got problems in both legs. My own personal rascal, Jerry, on the house. Well, it must be comforting to know you'll be going straight to hell at no more than three miles an hour. As the Channel 9 reporter last night said, it would have been good if we had a visual uh, of that. It's still Pete, fun, we've got but... a visual. Yeah, thank you. We need, we need a visual of it. Um, yeah, mobility scooters. Now, you asked the question about John Howard. Um, <laughs> the thing's longbow, but someone said, Travis Kelsey, we should get him a tracksuit because he likes wearing tracksuits. John Howard style, Wallaby tracksuit, Waratah. Mm. You asked the question, where does he walk? Um, spotted Johnny GST in classic Wallabies gear in Wollstonecraft not long ago. Still still over the north Wollstonecraft. side. Wollstonecraft. Yeah, Salo North Shore. Sounds about yeah. right. Dan, um, he might be telling Fibs. He said Johnny walks around Netstrata Jubilee, Cogra Oval. Uh, <laughs> dreaming of the Dragons, better days. I'm wondering if you could get a run under Flano. Right. Fib. Uh, yeah, that's Fib. Is he a Dragons Fib. fan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. John Howard's Dragons fan. Yeah, yeah. That part of it's true. Okay. Um, inside the ground, maybe not. Uh, they train there, though. Uh, Flano's got a good operation working out of Wollongong and Cogra these days. Let's go to Michael Karianis uh, with more of the Bulldog story, more out of Vegas, and an interesting one in NRL. Curtly Beal. Could he be playing rugby league sometime soon? Let's go to Michael. <laughs> And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michael Karianis. Morning, Michael. Tonight is going to yeah. be Stephen Crichton's first game for the Bulldogs and he's going to be captain. Yeah, good morning, fellas. A little bit of a surprise that um, when word started filtering through yesterday morning that Stephen Crichton uh, was going to be the sole captain of the Bulldogs. Obviously, Reid Marnie and Matt Burden were, were the two captains last year. And look, I'm not surprised around Matt Burden. Um, sort of not being captain. I don't know if he's got that uh, leadership qualities about him yet. And, you know, his form was a bit scratchy last year. So I understand taking some, some pressure off him. A little bit surprised around Reid Marnie's demotion. And, and I guess Stephen Crichton's um, right to, to captain, only being at the Bulldogs for a few months, only 23 years of age. Um, and... You know, it was probably overshadowed, obviously, because of um, some of the, the players that were at Penrith last year um, in terms of leadership qualities. But, um, yeah, it's a long-term play here at the Bulldogs. He signed a long-term deal. He's only 23. He's won three comps. Played for New South Wales. Played for uh, Samoa. So, um, yeah, big call there by Cameron Serrato to, to give the reins over to Stephen Crichton. Do they have the standard leadership group there, MC? Oh, there'll be a leadership group, yeah. I think that's sort of common practice now at every every club um, in terms of a handful of leaders that sort of filter through uh, into the captain, into the, the head coach. So, you know, I don't think, you know, like Reid Marnie and, and Matt Burden will still be part of um, that, that sort of stuff. But, you know, it was interesting last year, the three, uh, they had a leadership group, but it was sort of um, tiered with 
Rafa Talamarina as club captain, Reid Marnie and Matt Burden as uh, on-field captains, uh, co-captains. So um, they've all sort of been removed from those duties. I haven't committed to my top eight or, you know, order of the 17 teams. Brandy sort of let it cat out of the bag yesterday. Bulldogs aren't in his eight. Are you prepared to say, Michael, a let's go early crow on the Bulldogs this season? Are you on the Bulldogs bus or do you have them missing the top eight? I have them missing the top eight. I, I think um, they need to improve on, on last season and, and show a fair bit more than they did last year. Last year was disappointing in terms of, um, wins and, and losses for them because of the players that they've bought, and they bought some more this year. But you know, I, I've got concerns over their, you know, the halves combination and, and their middle forward. So until they can rectify that, I don't think uh, they'll be in the eight. They should be pushing at some point to be challenging to the top eight, but not for they won't finish in the top eight for mine. Sorry, missile, but you know, hurts hurts for you. Well, maybe you'll change your mind after tonight. A famous victory <laughs> against the Sharks. <laughs> oh, it would take a miracle to change my mind over a trial. Well, hang on a second. Now, where are they? well the Bulldogs? So there's only a few teams that can win the preseason challenge. By the way, aren't there? There's, there's only a few. Like you got to win. You got to win both your games, and you got to get maximum points. You have got to pick up the 15. The Bulldogs are a bit of a chance. Bit of a chance, James. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think we got. Uh, we only missed one bonus point against mm. the Storm. Yeah. But the one. no Nico Hines tonight. I'm very confident, yeah. very bullish, MC. Oh, very bullish. Get on, get on, get your grand final tickets. Tickets, grand final tickets. Hey, MC, uh, there's been a warning to players over in Vegas by a top cop who's warning them about drugs. Yeah, it's, uh, um, Kendall Bell is his name, and he was in charge of security um, for the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Uh, recently, and he spoke to players um, and, and coaches last month just about um, all the warning signs. But um, it's apparently the drug fentanyl, um, mm. which is the one that um, he's put them on, on notice specifically over. Uh, he said it's obviously quite concerning and um, it's causing some damage to, to young people. So we had the honey traps last week, a, a, a little bit of a, a warning around that. And now he said specifically the drug, the drug fentanyl is one that's causing some issues for them over there. I've, this is just a little preview, sneak peek. I've got some uh, warnings as well for all the players and media <laughs> and staff and you, Vossi, that are going over to Vegas. That's in the missiles mailbag coming up a bit later. Oh, wow. I think the problem, the problem with the fentanyl is uh, a lot of the cocaine in America at the moment is being cut with fentanyl, uh, which is, is causing a lot of issues over there as well. Hey, uh, NRL interest, Kurtley Beal. Now, this is surprising to me, MC. Kurtley Beal, he's 35 years of age. Yeah. Are NRL, cl- NRL clubs legitimately chasing his signature? I wouldn't say chasing Missile. What I would say is that there's been some sort of, definitely some discussions, and, and one of the clubs that have had discussions around potentially pursuing Kurtley Beal as the Bulldogs, and, and they seriously um, considered it. And, and, you know, obviously he had, he had his... Uh, court case going on so there was going to be no movement until that wrapped up but um, now that's all done and dusted there was definitely a consideration but I think the Bulldogs went a little bit cold on it because of the, the pre-season form of, of some of their players and what they've been able to produce at training but you know Curley definitely has an ambition to play in the NRL but I think that time might have just passed him by at, at 35 but you know there's definitely interest from his end of potentially playing in, in the NRL and some clubs have, you know, have spoken about it and, and thought about it, but whether or not they hit the go button, I'm not sure. 
Does he have a Super Rugby club currently? I don't think so. Mm. I don't think he does. I think um, you know he's a free agent and he's looking at France um, right. probably to, to go resurrect his career. But I think you know the hard thing is is that you know no club's going to throw any money at Curtly. Really, it's going to be a nah. you know a, a shot in the dark sort of thing just to see if it, it does work out and whether or not at thirty five he's prepared to take that risk on a on a lower rate wage. I'm not sure. We're talking Vegas, we're talking rugby league stories, we're talking pre-season challenge. Michael, as a rugby league man, were you aware the Super Rugby season kicks off tonight and then tomorrow night the Reds are playing the Waratahs? So the rugby union yeah, equivalent big, of big, Queensland. Big New South fan, He's big amazing, fan isn't of uh, Super Rugby. This time next year, nah. the big story will be Joseph Swali'i playing his first match. Will that, mm. will that cut it? Yeah. Uh, yes, for me it will in terms of um, watching the highlights, potentially. <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and watch the game, but I remember, obviously, whenever you know players have, have crossed codes before, um, it's always it's always uh, you always follow them, right, loosely or, or you know from afar, and then um, you know I'll watch to see how he does perform at, at that level. But uh, you know I'm not going to be sitting there watching it live. I don't think unless I've got nothing else to do. MC, it's been well publicised the financial difficulties the Rebels are in, the Melbourne Rebels, that is. Mm. Have you heard whispers about the Waratahs and the Brumbies as well? I heard whispers that they may be in financial difficulty also. Oh, I haven't, Miss Off. Not really in my wheelhouse there. I haven't. Not his go. Not your go, Michael. <laughs> but it's, um, you know, we've seen the, the perils that Rugby Union, uh, yeah. ARU have been in. So that would just flow through down to the. The, that next to the super rugby level but the game is in a it, it's become so irrelevant rugby union I know like you know 20 years ago or when I was growing up you'd be able to name you know the casual sports fan would have been able to name mm. 10 wallabies without even blinking mm. right like they, yeah. they were just household names now I, I honestly couldn't I don't think I as a, a sports report like journalist I know I'm in rugby I could name three really like I, I think it's it's such a uh, the scale of decline for rugby union has just been uh, momentous. It's just gone backwards at a rate of knots. Well, see, I have a rugby expert, actually, that I'm going to call on. Uh, he's a fleet-footed winger from the Rose Bay Bays, Charlie Goodsir. I'm going to get him to come in a little bit later and give us an update on the financial status of both the Waratahs and the Brumbies. Right. Hasn't got concussion. He's not part of that club. Anymore. <laughs> a, bit of, a few concussion issues. Uh, feedback to what we've been talking about, Michael, on the text line. Vossi, Missile, Michael, just heard the news on SEN that Crichton is the new Bulldogs captain. I have my doubts as to this decision as Burton and Marnie were not successful in their first year as captain. I don't like the idea of putting extra pressure on marquee players in their first year with the club. Overall, I'm very positive that 2025 will be our year, but we will at least be heading in the right direction up the ladder in 2024 from the old Berry. So the old Berry yeah, um, yeah. still holds hope for his team, pick and stick, obviously. But um, Crichton, give me, give me another. Like, where, where are we headed? If you're changing the captain with what was already there, I, nothing jumps out at you, really. No. You know, no, like the fox course, out no, of the wing. No. The, the most senior player is the fox. You know. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I don't have a. I don't have an issue with it. Cameron Surratt obviously has seen him train and prepare and, and knows what his team's lacking. Um, mm. But uh, it was just a little bit of surprise around. Like Reed Marnie just has that leadership qualities about him. You know the way he plays and been in the middle of the field for eighty minutes. But his game sort of 
fluctuated a, a little bit as well at that back end of the, of the year. Um, so, Hey, Michael, I uh, just wanted to ask you, you probably spoke about this during the week, but you're a Dragons fan, Luciano Lua to the Dragons, 900K. Love it. It's not 900K. People need to stay. It's not 900. What is it then? So like, oh, he, 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 the Dragons have paid him less than 700 a year. Okay. Um, he's, got, he's copped that four months from North Queensland already, so he's gonna, you know, he'll cash in this year, no doubt. Um, but the Dragons... Um, next year and, and, and beyond um, have paid him less than 700 which I think is a, a decent price for where the Dragons are at at the moment. 900 was the figure that, that he was asked for, but he, he, he's not getting 900. All right. Okay, one last one, Michael. Any chance that uh, there's a question here on the text line that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey will go to Henson Park this Saturday Arvo to watch the Mighty Jets? That's from Brad the Owl. Any I'd assume there? they would. I'd assume they would, wouldn't they? <laughs> Just assume they would, you know. Out the Henson Park. Yeah. You need nice. some pet, petting animals because she's going to a lot of the Like, she's going to a, a zoo tour of Sydney at the moment. Mm. Mm. Back-to-back days at the zoo. Do you reckon it was one of those ones where she was like, oh, you didn't come with me yesterday. You weren't here, Travis. you got to come with me today. Or what's doing? Yeah. Can I just say, as one of those boyfriends that gets dragged along to things like zoos, punish. Yeah. Leave me right Good out for of them. That. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you. Pete Overton. Michael, you've had a wonderful segment. Um, we wish you well over the weekend and uh, thank you for, for your love and support of the program. Yes, I, I wish you well as well. Oh, there's a screaming baby. We learned from Lee Hedgepentelis in our uh, Bright and Lewis Tuesday segment that legally you can just stand on your back deck nude and do the report. There's no <laughs> at all, Michael. And, and, and your neighbours should just not be looking over. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, so I you're entitled... To go uh, nude. All right? Tell you all yeah, the best. Very good. Very good. See you guys. Have you say on any of the issues Michael has brought us? Uh, the Bulldogs, have they made the right decision to hand Crichton the captaincy? Would Kirtley Bill make a good signing for an NRL club? There's some uh, not favourable texts coming through on that one. Get on the open line now. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We'll get to all of your calls and texts in a moment. Breakfast powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Thanks for making the switch to the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. A hot one today with showers and storms expected later. Heading for 35 in the city and 37 in our west. A reminder that Bright and Salia's Your Verdict is back. There's $2,500 up for grabs. Just head to sensurvivor.com.au. Now, today is Friday. It's first time Friday. If you've never called us before, please ring us and say hello. We want to know when you made the switch to SEN. Our open line number, 1300-01-1170. Yeah, and an amazing call for those just tuned in. And of course, you can catch up on any of what you've missed on the podcast. Um, just search for Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on whatever platform you use, Spotify and the rest. But um, a fellow bought a new car yesterday up in Queensland, an electric car, and uh, he, he wasn't quite sure about all how things work. But when he put the radio on, it was on SEN. So he's now a new listener. So <laughs> because the guard, he hasn't been able to work out how to use it. So he's trapped up there in uh, Redcliffe. Dexter, wasn't it? Was it Dexter? Was it Dexter? Dexter, it was. Yeah, 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 Dexter and Redcliffe. And he's off to Vegas as well. So um, that'll be good. Let's go to the open line. Damo's called in from South Penrith. Good morning, Damo. Morning, Vossi. Morning, Miss How are we doing? Never better, Damo. What have you got for us? Love the show. Been listening for uh, quite a few years now, guys. Probably, probably the first time I've rung though. But uh, love, love the show. Love the program. 
Thank you, yep. Damo. Now, you're looking forward to the World um, Cup cha- uh, World Club Challenge, which yes. is just around the corner. So, just being a Mad Panthers fan, looking to the future when Pearl, uh, we, we lose Jerome next yeah. year, um, this um, this Jack Cole, boys, I've just been watching the last couple of days on YouTube, the highlight. He he looks like a player, this bloke. Um, reminds me of the young Brad Fittler. I'm not just saying that because I'm Penrith, but he's, he looks like he's got everything, this bloke. Yeah, I agree. Um, is is he a, is he an out and out five eight or can he play some halfback as well? What's he played coming through the grades? I I think he's played a bit of centre as well. Centre, um, okay. I don't think he's, he's 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 quite tall. Like he looks like a like a Jack Whiten sort of build, you know. Mm. Um, but he he's got a passing game. He's got a and he's fast for for a big big bloke. But um, yeah, so obviously. Um, We've got Jerome for another year, but looking forward to seeing how this guy develops with the new breed of young guys out there. Because, um, I mean, you guys, Bulldogs keep stealing all our players, so we've got to um, <laughs> yeah, get them from bastards. somewhere. Yeah. Damo, just some news on that Penrith lineup too. Uh, confirmation that uh, Scott Sorensen ruled out with a leg injury. So Luke Garner will come into the starting side. Matt Eisenhuth uh, has been added to the 17. Um, so he's part of the... Uh, the World Club Challenge, which is, a, what is it, 6.30 Sydney time, Sunday morning, you'll be able to see that. Or I think the game kicks off 7 a.m. our time. 7 a.m. kickoff our time, because at 8 o'clock over there, you've got to work it all out. Daylight savings on. 7 a.m. kickoff. So that is the World Club Challenge. You enjoy it, Damo. It's uh, one trophy the Panthers don't have. So uh, you're flying the flag for Australian yeah. Rugby League, more than just the Panthers. Good man. There he is, yeah. Damo. Yeah, Bulldogs stealing all their players. <laughs> but Vossi, they are flushed, flushed for options once Jerome leaves. So they've got young Jack Cole. They've got uh, Nathan's younger brother. I believe it's Jet Cleary. They've also got Schneider, Brad Schneider, who's come from the Raiders via the Super League. Could be any one of those three that replaced Jerome. And probably also Dane Laurie. Mm. They're flush, absolutely yeah. flush with options. Yeah, and by the way, I, I can't let. I know we had a bit of fun, you know, stealing their players. If you watch the Bulldogs last week, the preseason challenge on Fox Lee, boy, they've they've got some local juniors, and they've got their academies in um, the North Coast, and that they are breeding their own group of young talent. And and there's a lot of hard work goes into that, and we saw you know starting to bear fruit last week. So um, the Bulldogs, while they sign players, and they've been a big turnover, there's also a lot happening down at the lower levels, and they're to be congratulated for that. Um, some people had a problem with Michael Karianis's interview. Uh, Four-word text, shut that kid up. Oh, that was not, uh, not nice, is it? That's the neighbours screaming, not the kid, says the Black Stump Eel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's live radio. Things can happen when you're wearing no gear on the back deck. You know, anything could happen. Boys, like many, I was a bit shocked at the Crichton call, but when you think about it, who else would you pick? Marnie and Burton both couldn't handle the pressure and it clearly put them off their games. The only other player I thought of was Max King as he does have a great surname to lead. <laughs> yeah. Max King, I, I, I bet King they King. would have they would have taken into consideration Max King because he is the leader of their four pack. Uh, they're in the process at the moment of trying to re-sign him. I'm expecting a big year from Max. All right. You can have your say on the Edgewater Homes text line, 0457 736 736. Uh, Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund, up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. 7.30 news up next. We're straight back after the news with all the big sporting headlines of the morning. This is the Home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM.
Thank you, Vanessa, on this Friday morning breakfast powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Take your pick tonight. Taylor Swift, Blink 182, Kudos, Belmore Sports Ground, Double Letter, Rabbitohs Roosters, Bulldog Sharks. Take your pick, James. Just before we bring you the sports headlines of the morning, uh, Dan from Blacktown is on the line for first time Friday. If you want to be a first time caller, if you've made the switch to SEN, love to hear from you. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Good morning, Dan. Happy Friday, fellas. I I think I was there on day dot, mate. I still remember Scomo rigging um, in the, on the way to work in the morning. Good day, Bossy, and how good SEN. Yes, <laughs> that was the first morning. And, and I Prime thought Minister. anything's got to be better than Buzz and Loz, so oh. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was day one. Yeah, no, that was day one. Gee, it feels a long time ago. Um, we were still building the first of the studios as well, just to pull back the curtain, let you know. There were wires hanging out of the roof and things <laughs> like that, but we, we somehow made it to air, and the Prime Minister called in, which was nice, and gave us that, how good is SEN? And we may have played that once or twice again, that grab. Uh, you, have you got it there, Dan, again? Just oh, good day, Bossy. And how good is the end? Yeah, thank you, Mr Morrison. Dan, so you've been there. Uh, what's your football team, Dan? I'm actually a neutral. Help with the footy tipping. Used to be a Paris supporter, though. Mm, oh, sad music. Thoughts and prayers. Um, but anyway, not to worry. 38 years. Uh, Dan, thank you for being with us since uh, day one, mate. You're in the running for a prize. Very good work. Uh, James, still on the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Another first time Friday. We've got the old Barry. Morning. Uh, good morning, Miss. Oh, good morning, Rossi. Uh, yep. Just thought I'd uh, ring in. It's a, I feel a bit strange ringing. I've been texting for a while now, but... Uh, yeah, I, I joined the team when I heard through a mate that uh, there was a Bulldogs tragic uh, on the program. So, because uh, <laughs> I've been uh, I've been a Bulldog supporter since 1967, and uh, I, uh, I I thought that I'd uh, follow the program. So, uh, keep up the great work, fellas, and uh, glad to, uh, to to listen in. All yours, James. All yours. Can I just Bossy, say, you're yes. a closet Bulldogs fan. You just don't admit oh, it. You no, are. I do like the Bulldogs. I've been a member of the Dogs in the past. The old Berry. So when you ca- carried the tag, the old Berry, you are meaning old Berry as in the Berries, when they, that was the nickname that's, of the Canterbury Club. That's exactly right, Vossi. Uh, actually, I, I said I've been a uh, supporter since 67. I can actually remember being at Belmore Oval when I was five years old in 1963. Yeah. And Les Johns uh, won a game for them at Belmore, and uh, the players actually cheered him off the field. And uh, yeah, well, and that's my first memory of uh, wow. of rugby league. Wow, how good's that? Look, I, I love. I got to just say this: we can always have a segment on logos. I love the old Canterbury logo, the C and the B, mm. and I love the I love the horizontal stripes, the blue and white. That's one of my favourite jerseys all time. Basic design, that logo. Give me a white collar. Old Berry, I must be just about making you cry. I am. I'm just getting the handkerchief out now. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, old Berry. Thanks, mate, for calling in. Stick with the dog. Some of the sporting headlines this morning talking about your club. Stephen Crichton is the new captain of the club. If you missed our chat with Michael Carianis on this, you can catch up on the podcast. Uh, another story, Nico Hines, out of the Sharks and Bulldogs trial this afternoon. Uh, I'm very bullish on this now, Vossi. We're going to catch up with Hammy Goodman a little bit later. I want to see how this has affected the market. Uh, also, following an underwhelming season in the Big Bash, 
Our boy, Trent Copeland, is the new GM of the Sydney Thunder, the Gus Lord Gould of, of the Western Thunder. Sydney. Lord of the, <laughs> Lord of the dance. Uh, good news for Illawarra Hawks. In the NBL, their coach, Justin Tatum, uh, no longer interim coach. He's got a three-year deal with the Hawks. How good is that? Great success story. Uh, the Boomers had an 85-71 win over Korea in the Asia Cup qualifying last night. That was in Bendigo. Super Rugby starts tonight. The season, Chiefs and Crusaders, Rebels and Brumbies are the two matches uh, being played. Also, Force and Hurricanes, because they've got, with the time difference, Force and Hurricanes tonight as well. Uh, a reminder, Vossi, Australia's tour of New Zealand continues today with the second T20 live from Eden Park in Auckland. You can catch every ball with Daniel McCarty and John Bracewell live from 5pm on Sydney's home of sport, SEN 1170 AM. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. We'll be back with award-winning radio, Voss. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, I am, actually. The missiles, missiles mailbag. mailbag. <laughs> a reminder, you can win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL grand final experience thanks to the brand of hot water that comes on heady, heavy, st- <laughs> oh, steady. Steady. You know, I'm a bit nervous, Vossi, because my big, my big yeah, segment's coming up. Steady, hot and strong. Get... Exactly. It just goes on get... and on. <laughs> Install the ream. Install the ream. Visit NRL. <laughs> Visit nrltipping.sen.com.au. All right, here it comes. Award-winning radio. Here it is. The Missiles Mailbag. When you control the mail, you control information. All right, Vossi, I'm not sure if you're a big UFC fan, but on the weekend, Volkanovski had his title fight. Now, interestingly, he had a celebrity in his corner. Right. None other than Mark Zuckerberg walked out with Alexander Volkanovski. He was trying to do a little bit of a bop and a dance as he walked out. It was very awkward. He was wanting to hold some of his clothes as Volkanovski was stripping down to jump in the ring. It was very awkward. So I thought about what other celebrities have I seen walk out with fighters in recent times. The first one, uh, Floyd Mayweather, he had Justin Bieber and Lil Wayne walk out with him. YouTuber KSI had Rick Ross, the rapper, walk out and rap while he was uh, entering the ring. But this was the big one, Vossi. Here's some audio. to walk Terence Crawford to the ring and Crawford now makes his big entrance to this huge arena here in Las Vegas. That was Eminem walking out Terence Crawford for his huge match last year, Terence Crawford and Errol Spence. Terence Crawford, of course, did go in to win that fight and I can't help but think that being walked out by Eminem played a small part in that. 0457 736 736 yeah. is our text line. I want to hear who is your favourite walkout of all time? It's your segment, but I'm thinking, why can't we bring back celebrity kickoffs in rugby league? I was at Cogger one day where Rita the Eater Eater <laughs> yes. uh, was the celebrity kickoff. Okay. Don, Don Lane's been a. Melinda Gainsford Taylor tells a great story about kicking off in the mud 
at Leichhardt. But that's mm. like walk-up. That, that's rugby league's version of the celebrity walkout, is the yes. celebrity kick-off. So over the nice. years, boxes and famous walkouts, yeah. entrances yeah. to the ring. Text us in 0457736736. What's one that sticks out for you? All right, Bossy, you're off to Vegas very shortly. I've been to Vegas previously, and I've also done a little bit of research on Vegas, and I'm going to tell you things to avoid when you're in Las Vegas. Pen and paper ready. All right, first one, street performers. These are these blokes in the street dressed like Elvis Presley, Darth Vader, Marilyn Monroe. Now, they look great on the strip in Vegas. However, if you take a photo with one of these street performers, they'll then turn around and hit you up for money. Up to $50 for a photo with Elvis. And you don't find that out until after said photo is taken. Wow. So beware the street performer. Number two, mini fridges. Now, the mini bars in Vegas, that's the little fridge in your room, have triggers that automatically bill your room, even for taking out items. Now, this means if you take items out of the fridge to put your own items in, you may have bought you know, a little thing of milk or, I don't know, something that needs refrigerating. If you open up your mini bar and take things out, it automatically triggers and added to your room bill. Not using mini bar fridge then. It's gone. There Out. you go. Beware. Oh, by the way, just on street performers, James, what if it's a mine? What if I gave him an imaginary $50 note? Yeah, well, <laughs> there, you like <laughs> okay, there you uh, go. Club promoters, Vossi. These are the street salesmen walking up and down the street, offering you VIP access to nightclubs, strip clubs, you name it. Now, these are a scam. They're not actually discounted, and these guys are getting a kickback. If you can imagine, Vossi, there's a lot more men in Las Vegas than women. So if you think that you and your group of five mates are being offered VIP access to the coolest clubs in Vegas, I'm sorry, you're mistaken. Okay. All right. This is a big one, Vossi. This gets a lot of people. The airport and the convenience store slot machines. You get to the airport in Vegas, boom, as soon as you walk out, slot machines. Or as we call them. Poker machines. Now, Vossi, because these aren't within the casinos, they actually are less regulated than the slot machines you'll find in the casinos. You know what that means? These machines are 8% less likely to win. What? 8%. Great tip. Great tip. Okay, so no slaps. No having a slap at the airport. or You say the convenience store. You say like 24-7. Convenience stores. Yep. They have them in there as well. Wow. Everywhere you go in Vegas, uh, slot machines. But beware, they're 8% less likely to go off in the airport or in convenience stores. All right. The last one, and a lot of people get stuck with these around the world, timeshare presentations. These are the blokes that will stop you in the hotel, in the casino, and say, hey, I've got this presentation. You know, you might get a $50 kickback if you come and watch our slideshow or our, our um, information day. They're trying to sell you accommodation ongoing regularly in Vegas, Vossi. A lot of people get sucked into these. Do not fall for the salesman in Vegas trying to sell you on a timeshare. All right, so I'm putting the blinkers on. One. Street performers, rack off. Mini rack bar, off. not even going to open it. Not Don't even going to open it. the fridge in the room. Uh, club promoters, keep on walking. The airport, no. <laughs> airport convenience store is not going anywhere near a <laughs> no. machine. Slap machine. And uh, the timeshare promoters are uh, uh, a need of the groin. Buzz off. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Great right. tip. The mailbag. Nice. The last thing that's come across my desk this week, Vossi. Now, we spoke koalas earlier. 
There's a koala vaccination that's going to save the species. Uh, more than $3.5 million is being spent by the government on our koalas. The reason yep. being, we're looking to vaccinate koalas against chlamydia. It's a bid to help the long-term survival of the iconic animals in New South Wales. Koalas were declared as endangered in New South Wales, Queensland and the ACD, ACT, and it's estimated that half of the population is infected with chlamydia. This can leave them too weak to climb trees, escape predators, and leave them in, infertile. That's not good. That, that's a that's a sort of a bit of a somber note. The music stopped now in the mailbag. I, I've heard that one of the koalas, Novak Koalovich, is not taking the vaccination. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. right, Bossy. All right, that's another edition of the Missiles Mailbag. There you have it. Giddy up. Does it have an outro, Dan? doesn't oh okay uh, thank you missiles mailbag and if you literally want to send in a letter i think that'd be a lovely touch. i'd like, if you'd that, like yes. to send, do we have an address here at sen or we just know fixed address no we don't even know what our address is we're in little walk we're, we're in little walker street but our entrance is on big like walker on street another street and on, not on walk no well it's not really on walker street either we're on the side street ah, yeah good point onto the Overpass. I don't know what you do to send us a letter. Just put James Magnus and SEN. It'll find its way. <laughs> Maybe. Let's do that. Um, the best walkout. Phil the Power Taylor in the darts is the all-time best walkout. Ben mm. of Concord. Love Phil. Love Phil. Uh, can you answer this? Didn't John Claude Van Damme walk out with Tyson for one of these fights in 89 for the kick? boxing movie promo. Ooh, I'll do a little bit of research on that one. Good one. Uh, we're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's Lawyers. Vossioki in just a moment as a build-up to crossing to San Diego to catch up with the Rabbitohs coach, Jason Demetrio.